Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Doing great, Chris. Doing absolutely great. One one and oh. One and oh. Uh so let's backtrack to last episode where I said there's no way they win game one. You were ready to come here and just be like fully accepting. I was accepting, and it's funny. This I've seen this Celtics game a many of times. Tatum doesn't do do well. Smart's taking all the shots. Uh, They they were down big. They creep up at the end. I thought they were gonna lose anyways until Mm -hmm. the like until the last quarter. Of course, they like third quarter. They start the little run. They come back a little bit, and I was like, nah, there's no way. Like, because then they get down 15, and I was like, look, I've seen this song and dance before. There's mm-hmm. no way uh, that they're going to – there's no way that they're going to come back and actually win this. So I was at a shock that they they, tam- they came back. They, 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 they're troopers. They came back, and on the, the backs of Al Horford and Derek White, the finals heroes we all expected. I mean, everything that could have gone right went right in that quarter. Yeah, yeah. Like they couldn't miss. No, they and couldn't it, miss. If you're the Warriors, you're like it's a bad loss at home, but at the same time, they couldn't do anything. The there's glimpses of the Celtics team when their defense gets right and their defense is is on top of things that it doesn't matter when Jason Tatum is awful. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say so points wise, scoring wise, aggressive wise. He wasn't good at all. That he was terrible, but he found he had like a way. Thirteen assists, though. Yeah, so that's the most in a finals debut ever for any player. Hmm. The so he learned how to impact the game, which I thought was going to be like when I was I was looking at some things before the finals, and they were like, oh, you know, if they the Celtics actually want to win this, Tatum needs to be a playmaker more than just a scorer, and. And that's what he did. He figured like they he figured he just couldn't score. They were doing him they were clamping him up very well, which is concerning. Not a, I don't like that. But the way that he can impact the, the game in other ways is it's a detriment to how special of a player he is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't seen that from him like this year at all. Like the assists and things like that. So his assists went up, he's averaged about six. Uh, and they went up. That was a big focus at towards the, when they got uh, Ime as their coach. Was mm-hmm. he was like, I need to get these assist numbers up. I need to make it sure it's less of just the Jalen and Jason show. It's more of them passing the ball around. And it, it really it comes together, and that's how their team works the best. So I guess Tatum just realized like that's what he had to do to win this game, and he had to get his put his teammates in position. To, to get it out. I, I hope he takes this. I hope he thinks of it as a loss and is just mm-hmm. like, hey, if I want to actually, you know, put my statement, get get the finals MVP, he's going to have to turn up. He can't be doing 12 points again. Yeah. Well, right now it's Al Horford. Right now it is Al Horford. Which so. is a pretty cool story. Yeah, it's an awesome story. I uh, Al Horford is actually, if you look at the, the Celtics on this team, and of course, I love all of them, but I think my favorite one is definitely Horford. And because mm-hmm. even when we got him, it was like this. Uh, at least we got Horford back. Like we kind of had to salvage this Kemba Walker trade asset in any way possible. Uh, and we gave up the first, which I wasn't a big fan of. But 
a rookie would have done nothing for this roster, and this Al Horford piece sneakily became one of the most important pieces of the whole season. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't make any sense because he was such a non-factor in in Philly and then in OKC, right? And now he comes to Boston. How old is he? Thirty-six. I think so. I think he's thirty-five or thirty. Yeah, he's thirty-six. And and we've talked about it before, where it's not like he's a guy that comes in and gives you like decent minutes off the bench or just like provides a veteran presence. Like he's putting the team on his back now in multiple games. Where, yeah, like, this is not on the floor. They don't win. Yeah, this isn't Udonis Haslam just staying from right, the bench yeah. and yelling a bunch of noise. He is he's a leader on and off the court. Uh, these guys really look up to him. That was a, a main thing when they made it to the the finals. They were all mm-hmm. like that the, the Jason, Jalen and Marcus were all like, "Look, we like he helped us grow up. You know, he helped he helped us learn how to play in the NBA." And it's nice to to finally try to win a championship with him. Mm-hmm. And you think about OKC, I mean, they didn't they didn't even want him pretty much. They they barely mm-hmm. even needed him on the team. Uh they they benched him for the last half of the year. And that actually could be a reason why he still has these how he can still have these moments so late into the season and him being so old. Because maybe he had those fresh legs from OKC. Right. Or and yeah, I guess so. And with the the Philadelphia side Look, I, I don't know. They could have had Jimmy Butler. Like they, they really, they really stunk that one up. I just don't understand why you think, why they ever thought that Al Horford would have been a good fit with Embiid. I don't know either. It, it was almost like it was a spite move because he was a Celtic and they were like signing their was, guy away. Yeah, and he was uh, Embiid's dad. Embiid's yeah. Father. <laughs> the other thing about Horford is he looks so dumb when he's shooting. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look got, like any yeah. of these shots should be going in. And then he hits, like, what was he, six of eight from yeah, three? Six of eight. And it's they were lasers, too. They were absolute <laughs> lasers. He has the, the weird shot where it's like that. Uh huh. And it just, whoosh. It's like, right. And when he's not, when he's only open for a second, like when the defense is closing, he has to, like, rush the shot. And he looks so dumb when he does it. And they were just falling. But it's money. Yeah. They were just falling. So. People are saying, oh, they're not going to, you know, the Celtics aren't going to shoot like this again, which I'm guessing they, they won't be shooting 50% from three again. But that I don't think Tatum will score 12 points again. I think mm-hmm. they, it, I think it'll even out to a good medium for this Celtics team. And now, look, they just stole home court advantage. If they mm-hmm. just take care of business at home, they're done in six. And they can go home. But... As we see, they haven't uh, they haven't been the best at home this whole playoffs, and they've actually mm-hmm. been better on the road somehow. Do you think? Do you think this is in Oracle? Do you think this is the old stadium? Do you think they 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 win this game? The the energy is definitely off. It it's is not the same, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. I because I was talking to my cousin about this last night. We we're he was saying how like this building it almost looks like there's empty seats and like mm-hmm. it's just not as loud. I think it's partly the building, but I think it's also partly, like, this team has been in, what, four finals? Five. Like, very recently, five finals. People only have so much money. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't go to every game. And So, it's like Alabama football, where, like, in the, in the national championship, they don't have as many fans as the other team does, because they're in it every year. So, at yeah. some point, people just can't go every year. So, I think that's also part of it. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think 
them moving from Oakland to San Francisco helps too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm guessing like you know we saw the Oakland fans for the Raiders. They mm-hmm. they were nuts. So the maybe they're not wanting to travel to San Francisco or maybe all the seats are just way too expensive because it's this uh what do they call it this Silicon Valley of you know yeah right all this upcoming big tech uh so and maybe those guys it's just like the Rams fans when you think about it it's like those guys are all just a bunch of Ritz guys that just live in San Francisco mm-hmm. so of course yeah, they're, they're not just gonna going be a... because it's an event yeah it's an I event in the their finals city. Yeah. yeah so that could be it I did think the energy was definitely off, mm-hmm. but I love how this the Celtics team matched up defensively. It, just was, it was like all of a sudden, too, the Warriors couldn't get a bucket because that fourth quarter... They went five minutes where they couldn't get a bucket. Or, two or three minutes, there was no misses on either side. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think it was 92-89 Golden State, and then two minutes later, it was 103-100. Like there, Curry was get Curry couldn't miss, Clay couldn't miss, and then on the other side, Horford and White and Brown literally were hitting every shot. It was I was watching in disbelief, and then all of a sudden the clamps came on. Every every shot, I was like, like ooh, and then it was yeah. like, and then it was like, it was just like there, there was jaw one where White shots. White had it. Curry was defending him. And Curry was like, in him. He was and then he like kind of bodied him a little bit, but it didn't work. And Curry was still in his face. And then he just shot it anyway because the shot clock was about to expire. Curry was standing like, no in way. the same spot Derek yeah. White was standing. And he made that three-pointer. Marcus Smart yeah, was, was like ridiculous. sideways hitting three-pointers. It, it really was. It was nuts. Yeah. Uh, what I liked, I, what was nice about this game early was you could see their struggles. You could see them. But it was only we didn't let the Warriors take that 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 leap, that jump, uh, mm. or that run, I guess, where they just like kept kept going and kept going. We kind of matched buckets a little bit, which was nice, and ended up being up at halftime, which I didn't think anyone mm-hmm. expected. Well, you also yeah, you survived a twenty point quarter by Curry. Yeah, no, that you, that was a major thing. There? Oh yeah, I was nervous. He was hitting <laughs> everything and. The the way the thing that was driving me nuts was just how they were just leaving him open. They mm-hmm. and it was because of some miscommunication or some bad defensive switch, or it was just they couldn't get past the screens. And I was like, is this gonna be all game? Like, are we just gonna get destroyed? And Curry's gonna have sixty. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, he slowed down, and thankfully, we learned how to actually play him. I don't think he got a bucket in the second quarter. No, he got I think maybe one. But yeah, I mean, he, he and then started, towards he the started end, the game. Turned, he started heating up again at the end, and then they were just like, "Okay, well, we'll just do everything we can to stop him and make someone else beat us, and no one else could." No, and it was it was looking scary. Like I was like, "Is Otto Porter really going to be four for four from three? And is uh, Iguodala hitting three? Yes, now? you said that you weren't worried about Otto Porter. I know. I well, I did. That's why I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> like he's really going to shoot four threes and make all of them. The yeah, he he didn't miss a shot, I don't think. He's got maybe a good maybe stroke. one. Yeah, he does have a good stroke. Former wizard. Mm-hmm. The right overall. Was he really? Yep. Damn. To the did he get drafted by the Wizards? Yep. Oof. That's rough. <laughs> uh I just think like when they were and they were kept getting all these rebounds. Like Looney just kept getting rebounds over Horford mm-hmm. and over other guys. He's a machine. He really is He's a machine. He's become like an unsung hero for them. 
Oh, definitely. I see on the offensive glass. Mm-hmm. He dates all the offensive boards. And so does Draymond. So that's what they're out mm-hmm. there for. And I just don't – like, they they need to have Jordan Poole going. They need to have Thompson, like, ready to go if they want to keep matching the scoring. Because it's not mm-hmm. – it can't just be Wiggins and Curry. It has to be yeah. the other guys as well. Draymond had some pretty brutal shots put up there every wide open shot i was like just leave him and then he got to the line at the end (laughs) i think they're already down like nine at that point but he bricked them both i was like man this guy just stop shooting (laughs) i don't know how you could shoot i don't know how you could be so bad and be such a good basketball player still yeah like he's really bad at shooting yeah he does a lot of stuff well but it's that's like the thing that sticks out the most and he is atrocious. I think he was two for twelve. On the other side, so was Tatum. Tatum's shooting yes. was awful. Tatum was very bad. Everything... But at least Tatum like looks decent when he's doing it. Draymond yeah, is just blanking, yeah. and his form is terrible. So I knew it was bad with Tatum when his first three pointer was a was an air ball. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a, <laughs> a rough game for him, I guess. Yeah. It's weird having like the superstar of the team. You can have him just not show up. And still still win. win. Yeah, that it's surprising when you look at the other games, even just looking at the playoffs, if you've been paying attention to the Celtics, it's like every time Tatum has a bad game, the whole energy of the team is just down. And this Mm -hmm. game, it was nice to see them be like, look, Tatum's out. We got someone else got to step up. Mm -hmm. Someone else has to. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's That's a testament to the depth that they have on that team. And it's a testament to. Jalen Brown's mentality I think Mm -hmm. like he is he's so I know just because I've seen like his Instagram stories and just the way that he talks he's like tired of being the second fiddle Mm -hmm. and I don't think it'll mean like it's not like he wants to leave but he just wants to get get the respect he's due Mm -hmm. and this game he brought he brought it he brought the energy he kind of disappeared for it seemed like a quarter and a half he does that though he does do that and that's why he's not Tatum because he disappears, and then he, he does his iso ball thing where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm not going to pass it to anybody. I'm just going to shoot it. And, it. and it worked this game. He kept getting people mm-hmm. – he kept dragging people to the top of the key and then a little bit inwards for that mid-range shot, and it went in every time. I was like, all right, yeah. we, like, if he could just do this every possession, I'm full. So – Depth wise, like we got, we had some good minutes, some decent minutes out of Tice. He got a nice block. He got a three. Grant Williams was out there. He's the new, the new Tice, where it's like he's just out there getting, getting fouls. Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams is just out there. He's out there. I think he was out. He was out there for sixteen minutes, and I'm, I guessing the first twelve he had three fouls. <laughs> like it's it just always. That's out there. like the Jan Mahimi stat line. Yes. I'll come in, play fifteen minutes, get one board and five fouls. Yep. And he uh, he contributes to he I mean especially think about that Milwaukee game seven yeah he's, and he's a threat to shoot the three ball mm-hmm. because he's that's the thing about all these guys they might not be the best percentage wise but they're all confident in their shot which is important yeah. there's Pritchard not a, is like that too yep Pritchard I love Pritchard I, I like th- Pritchard too <laughs> I think uh, it it was nice when uh, when he was playing at the end of the third. I was like, oh, they're just gonna give him this minute and then sub him out and see, like, hmm. see what he could do in this minute. And he had a foul in that minute. I was like, oh, he's definitely getting subbed out. But then they left him out there, <laughs> and he actually mm-hmm. contributed pretty well. Yeah, he was in there late in the game. Yeah, he was. 
And I, that was – it was funny. Towards the end, I was like, man, they're really just not – they're not putting Marcus Smart. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. need to because Curry we – we decided how to defend Curry without just having Marcus Smart be in his face. Right. Smart, by the way, I don't know if you notice, anytime – like, anyone that's a little bit taller than him has the ball and he's guarding him, his hands are constantly moving. It's constantly trying to swipe at that ball. He's and just a pest. He is a pest. And there was play. Uh, Wiggins, his back is towards him. Ball's this way. And Marcus is behind him. And the ball all of a sudden, boosh, flies up in the air. Because <laughs> Marcus is just, he has the those hands. And mm-hmm. it's it's so valuable for a team to have a He's guy. He's a guy like who that. just spams X on 2K. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, like it actually works. Yeah, and he doesn't get the the reach and fouls every two seconds. Right. Yeah. So it's it's really nice to have a guy guy out there, and that's why you know he's defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. So what yeah, are your uh, so. does your does this change your thoughts on the on the series? I mean, I was not expecting them to win that game, but I think what you said earlier about the Celtics not being able to shoot like that again, and I don't think the Warriors have another game where they collapse like that at the end at least offensively so no and i don't and i'm not that worried about the home court in boston like you said the warriors are not that phased by that i know we talked about it being important earlier but i don't think it'll end up being that big of a deal so if they lose game two then obviously then trouble it's a throwing. huge deal and trouble That's, this is a must win for golden state coming up oh definitely i i agree if they're down 2-0 and lose both of them at home, they're in some trouble. Mm-hmm. I think – I'm not going to overreact. I still think Celtics in six. Um, and this is uh, the start of it. I didn't expect them to win. I, I thought if they were going to win a road game, they would have to win either game five or game two. Mm-hmm. And they got, they got it out of the way. They got it out of the way. Just take care of business. And I know they haven't been using the home court advantage to their actual advantage, but – it's it's still there. The TD Garden will be loud, and it's still it will be pestering for the Warriors, and hopefully, it uh it means some good things for the Celtics. Didn't wanna didn't wanna overreact. I didn't wanna be like oh come in here because last night you know right after I mean you the had game, him in six to begin with, which was already like somewhat of a bold take. And now it's looking better and better. Oh yeah, of course. It's looking better and better. The uh. Last night, I'm glad we didn't do the pod last night. I would have just been, I'd be like, oh, right, mm-hmm. come on, Celtics at five. Let's get it. Let's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have my time to settle down, relax, take a deep breath, and uh, it's it's been a good it's been a good day. So let's get it on for game two. I'm ready for Sunday. So now, are you annoyed that there's two days of rest in between? <laughs> no, I need the guys to rest up. Okay, I need the guys to rest up. <laughs> I'm all right with it. I'll survive. I, I'll personally survive. I need the, the players to survive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh. All right. And actually, it's funny. I thought Mark Jackson and who – I forget who else it was. They they did a good job without Mike Breen. They really missed him, though. I don't, yeah. All well, those threes at the end. Does he have COVID or something? I think he's still recovering from COVID. They said he was cleared, though, so I don't know why okay. why he didn't come. Maybe he just – maybe he's sore a little bit. But yeah. those bangs would have been flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been yeah, flying. needed that. Oh, well. Did you see Magic Johnson in the halftime show? No, I didn't watch the halftime show. 
you're you're not missing much. You're missing 60 seconds of guys b- fumbling over their words. Magic Johnson couldn't complete a full sentence. He no, was, was really bad. Was Pat Bev on Sports Center after the game? Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't. Why did they bring Pat Bev? I don't know because like his whole thing is like debating and arguing with like Stephen A. and Max. So he's just sitting there having a one-on-one with Scott Van Pelt, and the answers to the questions were terrible. Because it's Pat. It Bev. just wasn't good TV at all. I, so I don't know whose idea it was to bring him back on there for Sports Center. That's stupid. Yeah, he's a really first take. Like he's like perfect for first take. Yeah, right. He's gonna yell. You get like the gonna... cool clips and stuff, yeah. but not Sports Center. No, it didn't he... make any sense. It was actually pretty hard to watch. <laughs> not surprised. ESPN it seemed like he was not... just making stuff up. Yeah, the, the did you see him? Uh, when there he was on first take with JJ Redick. And he was talk. JJ Redick was talking about the Celtics defense, and he was talking about like Tatum, and he was like, "Oh, Tatum plays defense." And JJ Redick was like, "Yeah, yeah, Jason Tatum plays defense." <laughs> and like the guy is just a buffoon. Why would he? Is they, a buffoon. That is Sports Center. That's like the worst show to put Pat Bev on. I know. And then they were talking about, or Scott Van Pelt asked him about like how they celebrated a lot after the playing game. <laughs> And he's like, I saw, like, the Celtics, like, after that game, like, after winning game one, and Pat Bev was like, oh, I'd be, like, hanging off the rim. And I was like, yeah, well, that's why you're bad. That's why you're that's in why Cancun you're right now. That's why you're on SportsCenter yeah. right now, and they're playing. <laughs> right, yeah. The, the We didn't talk about that enough, how they acted like they just won the finals after that. He was drinking beer during the press Yeah, drinking, and then but. jumping on the scores table. <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing. It really Honestly. is. It is. And really embarrassing. Pat Bev doesn't seem to care. No, he doesn't at all. He's proud of it. Yeah. Just teach their own, I guess. Weird guy. But he needs I think a, it's he, embarrassing. He still needs a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh so let's uh let's move on to some not greener pastures. Some rough uh some rough things down in Philly. Things are bad, and it's been bad for a while now. I've I've been slowly losing interest, I think. It's just like the problems that have been the same for the last, I don't know, four years are still here, even though they've tried to change the roster around. Uh, and now Joe Girardi has paid for it. He, he got fired today. I don't know if it's his fault or if it's not, if it's the players or the management. It's just all bad. They have the fourth highest payroll in baseball and – 22 and 29 i think yeah 22 and 29 and if you compare their records to like the teams that have the lowest payrolls it's it's pretty sad yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty rough so do you so like you guys got it's been the bullpen right that's been the main issue recently yeah the bullpen has been terrible Last all because you've been you were saying that last season did did they it's, upgrade any of their guys? It's been every season and every and they've tried to bring in new guys like they signed a new closer this year, they brought in Familia and Brad Hand and they've all been bad. Damn, so it's so not it's like, like they're just running it back. They're just, they're actually trying. But they are. But like the moves that they're making are not. Like they're not bringing in bona fide guys. They're just bringing in guys who are marginally better at best like hoping it'll work out and it just hasn't at all the problem is they have no like homegrown talent all of their guys 
in the bullpen especially are all just like free agents yeah that's just not the way that's not how teams are built so you're the new i guess not manager you're the gm for the phillies what's your next step i have no idea <laughs> that's the problem i have no clue because they've gotten themselves in this situation where they're spending all of this money so you can't like can't like be a seller at the deadline i guess you could and just try to get rid of some contracts and like retool but they they have a roster that should be competitive that's the problem so it's like a whole is not equal to the sum of the parts mm-hmm. you know yeah. Like they have the guys who should at least offensively who should be like competing for a division title and they're just not. So that's why Girardi's taking the blame for it, I guess. And the fans are pretty sick of him. He's had some really bad decision making games recently. But I don't know where they go from here. Honestly. I think it's probably if they if they finish this season like far out of the playoffs, it's going to turn into a situation where it's like everybody but Bryce is like open. Oh, for sale. Yeah. Yeah. Him and probably Nolan Wheeler. But other than that, like, I don't know who else they have that it's really like desperately need to hang on to. So it could be like a total rebuild, but the, the GM that they brought in last season, Dombrowski is like a win now guy. He likes to make moves at the deadline. He likes to sign free agents. So that's why they're in that spot right now. I don't know how a guy like that rebuilds the team. So you you don't you think the season's a lost cause? Not necessarily because it's still so early, and I don't know. I mean, when the Nationals won the World Series, they were nineteen and thirty-one to start the year. There you so go. it's definitely not a lost cause. And I guess sometimes you do see like when a team fires their coach, they kind of rally together, but. It's, it doesn't look good. I mean, they're five games out of the wild card. That's With not terrible. One hundred ten to play. So yeah. like, yeah, you have. By no means are they like, is their season over yet? But things have to change pretty quickly. They have yeah. to start winning some games, and they've showed signs too. You guys... I don't know how you fix the bullpen. Yeah, that's true. That's that's always a t- like. It seems like any time. You see a team that's like collapse. It's like, oh, it's because they have real, their bullpen sucks. Yeah, well, because they're in close games and then they can never win close games. I do have some good news for you. Yeah. Yeah, you have two months until you play the Mets again. <laughs> so at least you don't have to watch I'm the blessed. Mets. Again. At least you don't have to watch the <laughs> they Mets. They got swept last weekend when they played them. The Phillies or the Mets? If you were wondering. No, the Phillies. Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, I see that. Yeesh. So, yeah, you get a break. You get a break from the Mets at least. Yeah, no Mets. (laughs) And I think the June – the May schedule was brutal. The June schedule was, I think, a little bit easier. Yeah, you get the Nationals, Rangers, Padres. Padres any good? Yeah, Padres are good. Nationals, Marlins, Diamondbacks. Yeah. The Angels have lost eight in a row too, and they're coming to town this weekend. Perfect. So maybe well, hopefully we can. Hopefully you're getting them at the right time. Extend that losing streak a little bit. Yeah. See. All right. Well, I'm a. Uh, I'm rooting for you, Chris. I'm rooting for the, the Phillies. I hope they turn it around. 
Is there any, I mean, any other con- concluding thoughts? I'm more focused on Maryland right now. Ah, first, okay. First game of the regional tonight. Nice. Against LIU, so. I haven't really gotten into the College World Series, but this year hopefully I will if, if we can make a run. That'd be sweet. So That'd they're playing awesome. Baylor tonight? No, 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 not Baylor. No, Sorry, that's, uh, that's the LIU the they're playing. LIU. I'm looking at it now. Where, what even is LIU? Long Island University? Yep, Long Island University. Sweet. Well, uh, that should be that should be an easy dub. It's annoying, though, because they play at home, and I can't go because I'm up here in, in Pennsylvania. Ah. But they might play – I think if they win – their first two, they'll play at home on Sunday night. Yeah, if they beat be if they awesome, beat LIU and that. they beat the next team, right? Which is Sunday. Wake Forest and UConn. Yep. I think. How does UConn have a good baseball team? Uh, that doesn't make any sense I to don't me. Know. And uh, then, yeah, so sweet. I'm, uh, right. I'm excited for that. Okay, nice, nice. All right, so there's th- there's stuff to look forward to on the baseball world. That's good. Yes. That's good. All right, let's uh, let's move on. We wanted to try to get sprinkling some NFL stuff every week, and we're gonna start with the we're gonna do top five, top ten actually on the positions, and we're gonna start with the QBs, which we're, we're, where it should start, you know. So are we doing start at ten and go down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll do backwards order. Uh, my phone's frozen for a second. Now let me pull up my notes. Sweet. All right. Number 10, I am going to say pointless game Dak Prescott. Okay, I don't even have him on my list. You know Dak? He'd be at 11, I guess. I have Kyler at 10. Oh, okay, I, I don't have Kyler on my list. I, I put the, okay. the midget man down. Maybe that's maybe that's bad. Like, I don't know. I don't like Kyler. I haven't liked him since I don't either, but I also don't like Dak, and those were yeah, 11 and 12. That's true. I uh, Honorable mention on at 11, I put Mac. It's probably not true. Back, it's probably really? not actually, but I think he could do it. I think he could take the step. I, you know, I just realized that I left somebody off my list. I'll let you focus real quick. Re- reorganize. Mm. Is it says ten still ten? Ten might not be ten anymore. All right. Yeah. All right. Ten is now Derek Carr. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Derek Carr needs. He uh, he's the guy that after the end of every season is like, oh, he needs more respect. I so I was always a, a car hater, but this year I've kind of changed on him. Mm-hmm. Just with everything that went on in Vegas this season, and I think like part of the quarterback's job is to keep the team together. Like he's the leader of the team. I think he's super weird. Yeah, I think. But weird. like watching him on Hard Knocks was and at the draft was, it just makes me uncomfortable. But he did. He was able to keep that team together, make the playoffs, and that was a winnable game that they had in Cincinnati. So. Yeah, it was very winnable. They could have knocked off the AFC Super Bowl, you know, representation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like Dak too. I mean, not Dak. Sorry, Derek. Derek Carr needs a. He, he. He. You're right. Him holding that team together and really, he seemed like he was the kind of the glue too. He was definitely the leader of the team. So, they don't have a ton of weapons either. Not anymore. Now he's got Devontae Adams. Now he's got Adams, and that that and. They went to college together. I mean, it's gotta it's gotta work out, mm-hmm. right? I think so. All right, number nine. I have September Russ. 
Okay. I have Stafford at nine. He was the guy that I left off that I was like, you know what? He's better than Murray. Yeah. Car, I think so. And he just won a Super Bowl for Pete's sake. Yeah, I agree. I think Denver Russ is going to be the same thing as Seattle Russ. I think he'll be great in the first couple weeks. Then teams are going to figure out how to stop all of his tricks. And it's going to be the same thing that happens every time. I feel like he, maybe at one point he was a top five quarterback. I don't even know if he was, though. I don't know. Those years. Last couple years, he's been very overrated. Those years that he was, like, in the Super Bowl, like, the two Super Bowl years, he was definitely top five. And maybe. Was he, though? Because that was, like, really early in his career. That's true. That was really early. And it also was Legion of Boom. All right, let me look up Russell Wilson's stats. That's the the thing with this list is that I didn't look at a single number. I didn't look at a number. It's all just like gut yeah, list, this which I think gut. is the way you should do it. No, I think it is too. You know what's funny? Yeah, like if you actually do look at the numbers, he's pretty average. <laughs> I mean, like he had 2018, 20, 2017, 2018, he had 35 touchdowns, which I guess is pretty good. Seven picks. Yeah. <clears throat> right under 4,000 yards. So I guess that's pretty damn good. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I mean, he's still – yeah, I, I put him – I think he's great at nine. I have an eight, so. Uh, I had Stafford at eight. Just skip ahead. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so a little flipperoo. Stat, I mean, you just talked about him. Stafford uh, consistent on the lines for all those years. Great. Uh, great. You You'd rather have Stafford than Wilson? Yeah, we just saw Stafford win a Super Bowl. You think Wilson could have won this? I mean, I with think – With that Wilson, Rams team? Yes. Yeah, with that Rams team, yeah. Yeah, I think that's Wilson's a good point. more of a playmaker. The only thing that Stafford scares is. me about Stafford and turns the ball over less. That's what I was gonna say. Stafford always has that pick when you when you don't mm. need it, when you need it the, yeah. the least. Both of them are big, like fourth quarter guys, though. Like if they're down. Oh yeah, both clutch guys, both clutch guys mm-hmm. for sure. Stafford right. will just be like, if they're up like fourteen, he'll just throw a pick that changes the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he always down, lets the team back. He can rely on him. Yeah, he always lets the team back. He just wants to play close games. He loves close games. All right. Uh, number seven. I have Sean Watson. Ooh. Everybody's everybody's favorite sex offender. I might have to change around my list a little bit. I totally forgot about it. You know what? I'm putting, he's not on there. No, he's not on there. I I don't like I don't like to think about that guy. He's really uh. He really doesn't seem like a class act whatsoever. There's no, not like he doesn't. There's <laughs> like, not... <laughs> we're not ranking him based. That no. you know, we should do that. We should do top ten class acts. Top ten class acts. Top five classy things. Top five class acts. I'm writing that down. All right, top five yeah. class acts. I love that. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna switch out Dak. Move down. I get. Yeah, I guess Watson would be at seven. I, I mean, all right, I'm just going to ignore Watson because I don't want to mess up my whole list that we already okay. started. Right, I had yeah. I had Burrow at seven. I think yeah. – like, he had a great – look, he had a great Super Bowl run. I think he's a, he's, a, he's that dog. But I don't – like, people have him in, like, top five, in, like, top three even. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't think it's that – like, I wouldn't go that far yet. I'd let him yeah. – I'd give him a couple more – couple more seasons all right i mean it's not it's it's more competitive at the top than i thought it was yeah 
Yeah, it is. Like it was actually really tough to do the top five. I think. That's After why I wanted to make one, it top I had a ten. Clear number one, but I wanted to make it top, uh, top five for this episode. But then I was like, they, like we can't just leave out all these quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. All right. Number six. All right, my six is Justin Herbert. I think. I also have that... six. Of Justin Herbert. Okay. Wait. So who do you have that's? You have a sleeper in your top five? I snuck in a running back. <laughs> I'm running backs up there. He's sneaky. He's sneakily up there. All right. Well, I'm curious for that. But <laughs> anyway, I think Herbert is like right on that fringe of being elite. This is the not team. Quite there yet. This is the team. He has to. Yeah. If he wants to be a top five quarterback, uh, he has to win with this team. And this team. They like they have to make the playoffs. This team is loaded, yeah. uh, all across the board. There, there comes a time where, like, they just have to, right? <laughs> they they, they right? need to stop charging at some point. Yeah. At some point, they need to stop charging. But, I like I don't know if that's that, like I'm kind of I like Herbert too. Love Herbert. Had him at the same. Number. And it's nothing that literally nothing against him. It's just the team. I don't know what he does just... can do differently. <laughs> nope, it's just the team. I want to look up. I want to look up his stats right now because he, I feel like, yeah, 38 touchdowns, 15 picks. Like, he's ready to make that leap. 5,000 yards last year. He's ready to make that leap. So, there's no excuses. It's all on a, it's all, it's all up there for him. All right. Number five. I'd burrow at five. Okay. I, I think had... that was one where I was debating on and I was like, who would I rather have right now? And I'd rather have burrow. Yeah, that's fair. Because you saw Bro do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's... I just have more confidence in him, like especially at the end of a game or something, that he, he'll like make a play for me. Yeah, I agree. Someone who is top five, but I don't have confidence in in the fourth quarter, is Lamar Jackson. Everyone's favorite. I didn't even have him on my list. I know. I, like, I think say- if it was two years ago, when his, if, if it was his MVP season, he'd be on there. But right now, I'm not, not feeling it. It's a, I think it's it's low key a make or break year for him, and no one's really talking about it. Could be because if he has a another injured year or another bad year, are we, like is, are the Ravens really going to pay this guy? And yeah, he had that one MVP season where he had 36 and nine and all the rushing stats. Hmm. And what happened? I'm trying to see if he – did he get injured the, the next year too? Uh, the next year? Because um, I know he got injured this year. So that's – I think people are sleeping on him for injured – for being injured this mm-hmm. year. I don't know. I Like, he has – of course, we're going to make fun of him for his being a running back and stuff, but that comes into it. Like, he's if, – if you want him to be just a running back, he's a top five running back. Like, <laughs> I swear to God. Like, he's actually – like, he's good enough to be – both so yeah, that's why i put him in the top five i was like look okay. he still has that threat people are sleeping on him the team's better now they still don't really have any wide receivers and the other thing is he hasn't had a wide re- like he hasn't had a good wide receiver yeah his whole career no, he hasn't at all and this year's no different he does not have any good wide receivers nope. lost his best one <laughs> yep his yeah and best also one wasn't who, good yeah who wasn't very good <laughs> so 
I think talent-wise, he's a top five quarterback. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just... I couldn't even put him on the list. I think that... I can't... I think not even put him on the list is pretty ridiculous, but that's hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> um... I didn't even consider it either. I looking back on there at some point. <laughs> but my, my bad. Um, All right, number four. You're kind of lagging out real quick. You uh, you're in it yeah. out, right? Yeah, you're you're frozen for a second. Oh, okay. You're good now. Yeah. All right. Number uh, number uh, four. Or I have Josh Allen. I also have Josh Allen. This is where it got really tricky for me to do these top four. I guess. Yeah, it was hard but to put them. I, I think given everyone's resume, I think Allen at four is fair. Yeah, I think it's 100% fair. The, by the way, the top four, the match four. You watch the match at all? Yeah, seriously. No, I didn't watch the I match. Didn't, I didn't watch a single minute. I don't know why people care about the match. No, I, I didn't get it either. I, yeah, I think we talked about this. Yeah, already, we, de- so. we did. We did. We talked about it. Brunch shot discussion. I don't even know who won. I think Rodgers I think, won. Yeah, Rodgers and Brady won. Okay. Yeah. No, again. That makes sense. Yeah, because he's tw- they're twenty years older, so of course he's gonna be better than golf. Need more years of golf. Yeah. All right. Uh, Allen, it's he can be like, as we said every time we talk about the Bills, this is it. This is the year. Yep. This is the year he needs to be. Uh, he could be. He could be top two by the end of this year. He could be one mm-hmm. by the end of this year. He could be one. He has the talent to be one. He definitely has the talent to sure. be one. He needs to get his accuracy down and i think he has like his accuracy has been much better than he he is one of the only guys who's like improved on accuracy significantly yeah because that was his not coming out of college and people were like that's usually not something that you improve on like he's got the strength he's got the size he's got the speed even but yeah he's really completely changed that narrative i agree and that's that's great that's what i'd love to see about like that's what gets the Niners trading up two first-round picks to get Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. That's what gets uh, these quarterbacks going way earlier than they should be because, oh, you see Josh Allen did it. Like, uh, and, yep. But he has he has the build, and we talk about Lamar's running. Like, Josh Allen's running is just as good. Mm-hmm. And you're not worried about him getting injured every play. So, yeah, yeah this is it. The break or break year for them. Number three. I've Aaron Rodgers. We have the same order. Okay. Yeah. Well, unless I'm not sure number one. One and there. two. Maybe. All right. We'll just get there when we get there. Rodgers. Maybe. Uh, look, back to back. He's got to stop losing in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the only. Like, key. I that's think that he's the probably key. most talented. Yeah. Out of all, of them. But but like at some point. At some point, <laughs> you gotta to you gotta go to another Super Bowl. Yeah. At some point, you gotta go to another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And now he has less weapons. His team's worse. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I if I were him, I'd try to de- trade demand again. Try <laughs> try to get out of there one more time. See if it works this time. Bless you. Thanks. Can we really do that again? Another off season like that? I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't think I can handle. But it. if I'm Rogers, like I can't believe he signed that contract before Adams wasn't inked up. It's one of the weirder things that's happened in sports. Very weird. All right, number two. Yeah, Tom. Ooh. All right. All right. I had 
I had Mr. Mahomey. Yeah, okay. See, that's why I figured that you probably had or might have had him at one. Yeah. So, I mean, Mahomes. Let's talk. Let's just talk about the two guys since we know okay. we know they're one and two. Let's talk about Mahomes real quick. Again, he. I mean, another. He was one win away. He was an overtime away from making it to the Super Bowl yeah. again for his third Super Bowl in a row. So, what, do you, what else should you say? I'm excited. I'm really excited to see him. Without Tyreek Hill, without that safety it'll, valve, it'll definitely be interesting. It'll be it'll be that's sh- like that's the proof. safety valve that's now gone. Yeah, and it's gonna be proof to see if he's actually top two quarterback or not. I think he is. I think he is too, and I think he'll prove it right. Hmm. I mean, clearly you think that you think he's number one. Well, I yeah, I mean, I just think that like going off pure talent, he's ahead of Brady, and reason. I, I guess Brady has won a Super Bowl more recently because he beat Mahomes in it. But, I don't know. Like, if I'm taking him right now, I'm going to take Mahomes, obviously. Even if it's, like, I can have one for this season, I think I'd still have to take Mahomes. I would, too. Now that I'm thinking about it, the... (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Actually, you're right. Never mind. If I had to Brady, yeah, I'd take Brady for the year. Never mind. You're right. You're right. I wouldn't. But, anyone else, I'd take Mahomes. That's why he's two. Right, yeah. The... How the rankings work? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was a dumb, dumb moment by me. That was a really dumb moment. Uh, anyways, the the thing about Mahomes is that with when you compare him to Brady, is that he can do whatever Brady can do on the move. Mm-hmm. He can do it on the move, and he does, like I know everyone loves to, and we love to complain about how everyone points out the no look passes and the sideways passes and the the backward flips by Mahomes. But he can actually do those cool, things. Though. Like it's cool. Yeah. It's like it's it's almost weird how a body can even work that way. So it's just that raw talent that's there that mm-hmm. uh, other quarterbacks just don't have. Even like quarterbacks like Rodgers or uh, Herbert, Burrow, Stafford, like they just can't move the way Mahomes can. Yeah, move. none of them are in the same territory. Allen's like the only one who. Sometimes. But he moves differently, you know? He yeah, moves he differently. Does. Mahomes is more shifty. Like, he can hmm. run around in the pocket. Yeah. He can run around in the pocket and then just chuck it 80 yards. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's nuts. So, yeah. I mean, but Brady, it's just the the reason why I had him at number one is just the leadership quality. Like, we've seen him do mm-hmm. it seven times with seven different ty- teams. Like, complete, like, not different teams, but... Like almost completely different. Whenever, anytime anything breaks down, he's the one that's calm, cool, and collected. You know, mm-hmm. he's not the one that's going to be nervous. He's not going to be the one that will throw the pick. Like he's the opposite of Stafford. You know, he's not going right, to throw the yeah. pick when you need when when you're down fourteen. He's going to be clutch the whole game, pretty much. Mm-hmm. The only thing that worries me is he's now going to be forty four. You're gonna if you can pressure him well, that's all you got to do is pressure him. Because he's not going to, like... He always has a good line around him. Yeah. And he doesn't take sacks, really. No, he doesn't take sacks. Because he doesn't want to get hit. Yeah. So, I want to... I I wonder how many sacks he took the past, like, four seasons. Because that's why everyone thinks, like, oh, he's a dink and dunker. Because when the pressure gets off, he just looks to the open running back. And he's like, all right, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take the sack. I'm just going to toss it to him. And he can't move, so... Yeah, and he can't move and escape the pocket, so that's his only options. Threw for five thousand three hundred yards last year. 
Yeah, he really is. He's an. How did he not win MVP? Like seriously. I don't know. I really don't. Dude, well, actually, well, he got wanna... sacked twenty-two times last year. That's still less than to his career. Twenty sixteen, only fifteen times. That's pretty ridiculous. Looking at his stats are nuts. It is nuts. It's like video game stats. I mean, fifty three hundred yards at age forty four, career high. Okay, there was an extra game, but still, still pretty crazy. I guess yeah, two thousand eleven would have been his career high. For sixteen, one hundred eighty five completions would not have been broken though. Nor would yards per game. So. For this year, this year is start yards. Twelve, yeah. Damn. Actually, wait, that's not even his record. That would be his second best. Oh, that's because it's number one in the league. I see. Look, that's, uh, I mean, that's just the way he is. And that's, like, the thing about Brady is you know what you're going to get when you get mm-hmm. Brady. You know exactly yep. what you're going to get. There's no ever, There's never any questions, which I guess yeah. Mahomes is, get, is getting close to there, too. If we can see him mm-hmm. do it without Tyree Kill, it it'll be confirmed. Like he is Yep. He'll be the best. All right. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's our uh that's our top ten NFL quarterbacks for the upcoming. I like season. these lists. I like the list too. I think we should do I think we should do all all the positions. Yeah. We can do that. It uh it's nice when there's not a, a ton of football stuff going on. We can we can get ready for it. Mm-hmm. I was looking up because we mentioned something about hard knocks and i was wondering when it comes out we still have a couple of weeks. we have till right? august but it's i forgot it's the lions yes yeah i'm excited i'm pumped work. i want to I'm, I'm glad to see golf one more time oh, so so exciting all right well uh i think that does it right we kind of already settled yep. the college corner so mm-hmm. all right that does it hope everyone enjoyed and see everyone on tuesday where hopefully the celtics are 2-0 and